0: Perfect.
1: Bang on my chest if you think I'm perfect. Go ahead,
0: bang on it. No heart? You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart.
1: This is Patchwork Heart Ministries Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder.
0: Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. I am Bill Snyder. This is Young Catholics Respond, and it's a pleasure to be with you no matter where you're listening. From today, thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of Young Catholics Respond and a part of our ministry. I really want to stress that, folks. Um, you know, you have been amazing uh, responding to all of the different outreaches that our ministry is now doing. Uh, I'd love to give a big shout out to Kent Kolhesky of Fiat Ministry Network. He does amazing work, folks. Uh, if you haven't been over to his network yet uh, on YouTube or His website, go check it out. All you have to do is put in Fiat Ministry Network on YouTube, and his website is fiatministrynetwork.tv. And just go over and check out the many amazing programs and things that he has going on there. Uh, There's some conferences coming up this weekend, uh, one on Friday evening, uh, this Friday, April 24th. And then there's another one on April 25th as well on Fiat Ministry Network. And because of our partnership, uh, you can also catch all of those conferences live on the Patchwork Heart Ministry YouTube channel. So head over to the Patchwork Heart Ministry YouTube channel as well for information about that. Uh, We're really, really excited to be able to continually provide you with some really great speakers Uh, For free, that are able to uplift your faith and whatnot. Uh, But if you want to dive a little bit deeper, uh, I really encourage you to sign up for our new Patreon tier. Uh, We have we have two new Patreon tiers. The first one I will speak about. I spoke about last week on the show. It's called the Discover Your Mission tier. And each and every month, we're going to be bringing you a brand new Catholic speaker that's going to be speaking in depth um, on a certain topic. Uh, So. In-depth means three full-length videos, uh, and the, we're going to have different speakers and different topics each month for you, at least one mission a month. We're hoping to be able to offer more and more bonus content as well. And then there is also a another tier that's uh, lower than that, and it's called uh, the Hear Your Faith tier, and this is incredibly exciting because uh, Fiat Ministry Network has given us the um, – the, the ability to utilize some of the audio from a series that they uh, did on the Catechism with John Curry, Sr. And so we're taking the audio from this series, and it's a full uh, 38-part study <laughs> on the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And it's, it's unbelievable, folks, and uh, we're releasing it piece by piece. The only place you can hear it is on the Hear Your Faith tier on our Patreon uh, and it's very easy to go over to our Patreon and get a uh, copy or, or be able to stream this. Um, it, it is uh, only $10 a month uh, to be able to have access to this. And again, it's going to be a 38-part series, but that's just the first thing we're going to be releasing. We have plans to release many other uh, in-depth audio series to you that we have as part of our archives, or that we're planning on developing uh, for you uh, from different speakers and whatnot. So, really encourage you to head over to our Patreon. The Patreon page is uh, patreon.com/patchworkheartministry. You head over there, uh, you'll be able to see all the different tiers and uh, be able to interact uh, with us as well because we have uh, the Patreon tiers are set up with discord now as well and so that means that it's like a live chat uh and that we can uh respond to your questions and needs and uh, you can really engage with our ministry and we really encourage you to to do that um you know any patreon tier that you sign up for will will get you into our discord Uh, as well so you can uh, interact with the other people and other subscribers really encourage you to head over and subscribe uh, to our patreon Uh, it it is a a small monthly donation uh, you know ten dollars for the hear your faith um, or the other uh, tier is uh, discover your mission which is the video tier and that's 25 dollars a month so really these are uh, you know small uh, little contributions that continue to help our ministry grow and uh, we, we really appreciate you uh, partnering with us and, and being a part of our ministry. Uh, it, it is such a blessing during these difficult times of COVID uh, to have you here uh, and supporting our ministry in so many different ways. So thank you so much. Um, on today's program, again, I do not have a guest. Um, And it's not because I do not want to have a guest on the program. In fact, I've got some wonderful guests coming up uh, for you. Uh, In the next couple of weeks, we're going to have uh, William Hemsworth on the program, uh, who is a uh, podcast host as well. His podcast is on Breadbox Media, and it's called Know the Faith, Defend the Faith. And so I'm really excited to have a conversation with him. And then we're also going to have uh, Catholic speaker Matt Allner on as well. So stay tuned for our guests uh, coming up the next few weeks. We're really excited about being able to uh, talk with them. But today, while I don't have a guest on the program, I want to talk to you about the virtue of hope. Uh, As you probably know, there are three different theological virtues— and the virtue of hope is one of them. So we have faith, hope, and charity or love. And of which St. Paul says the greatest of these is love. But um, there is something very interesting about the virtue of hope. Because hope, uh, in order to hope for something, you cannot possess the end goal of the hope. <laughs> right? Think about it. If you hope for the latest iPhone, or you hope for a brand new car. I hope that you get well. What happens to hope when the thing you hope for is realized? When it's actualized in your life, you no longer need the virtue of hope. The desire for something greater is what gives us hope. And we talk a lot about, well, I hope I get here. I hope I get that. And when we get it, do we go back and do we thank the virtue of hope? Do we show gratitude to God for giving us the virtue of hope so that we could long and we could strive for it. Part of that is going on in our society right now. Many people are hoping for a different outcome during this pandemic. Many of us want something to change. We want to be able to Go back to normal. I hope things go back to normal. We hear that so much right now in our society, in our world. I hope things change. I hope things get back to normal. I hope my business can reopen. Do you ever think, though, that God is perfecting the virtue of hope in you? And what does that look like? What does that look like? That he is perfecting the virtue of hope in you. By stripping away all of the external things in your life, all of the things that were important five months ago are no longer important right now. Even things... Of great necessity that we think are important for us, like having a good job, going to work, being able to put food on the table. All of these things are very, very important to us and to our lives, to us sustaining our own lives, right? Uh, Some of these things are necessary for society to function basically. Right? I mean think about it. If 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 this uh, if, if people don't go to work and they don't provide for their families and they don't participate in our societal structure it collapses. And and we're seeing it on this teeter totter, you know, of trying to make Things work and then something doesn't, and something new happens, and then something new crashes, and there's a new problem. But, you know, God, I think, is saying to us, what are you putting your hope in? Are you putting your hope in your new job? Are you putting your hope in, you know, providing for your family? Is that what you hope? Is that your greatest hope in life? Or is your greatest hope in something much greater? Is it in me? Is it in heaven? Where and what are you hoping for? What are you hoping for? And where are you putting your trust in God, or are you putting your trust in something else? And you know, these things are important folks. I'm not saying that to have a job is a bad thing. In fact, God says for us to work, right? He says six days a week, you shall work and the seventh day you shall rest. I mean, that's that's an Exodus, right? That is, that is God saying, "We we need to work. You need to work. It gives you purpose. It gives you a uh, drive. It gives you a. Um, it helps build up God's kingdom. But we also have to honor God." you know, that one day a week. And so sometimes we lose focus. We put our hope, we put our trust in other things. And when that happens, God corrects his people. Like a good parent, God corrects his people. And there we have Something like this. I'm not saying that this was a direct message from God, but he has allowed it in his providence. He has allowed this virus to affect us and affect the world. He has not put a miraculous end to it. And at least not yet. And why? Because I believe that he is asking us to put our hope in him and not in the external things. Not in our job, not in our government, not in our family. Not in our parents. Right? And... They're great things, but they're not the ultimate thing. The ultimate thing is having hope in God and that He will purify us, that He will strengthen us, and that He will lead us to heaven because heaven is the only thing that matters. Isn't that wild to think that? Maybe you haven't thought about that or heard that. Heaven is the only thing that matters. Nothing else. So folks, we're going to take a short break here on Young Catholics Responding. We continue to talk with you about hope on the other side of that break. Um, Again, real quick, would love it if you head over to our website, patchworkheart.org. Subscribe to our Patreon as well. It only takes a few minutes, so during this break you can subscribe to our Patreon to get more great talks and media and videos and audios from exclusive stuff you can't find anywhere else from us and Fiat Ministry Network. Head over to patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry. Right back after these messages on Young Catholics Respond, I'm Bill Snyder. Don't go anywhere.
1: At times it seems like the world today is filled with so much division, bigotry, and hatred. So it's up to us to make sure that we get back to the basics. And that is Jesus Christ and his message of faith, hope, and love. Faith, Hope, Love with John and Morgan Bender is a new project that seeks to do just that by engaging and inspiring Catholics within the Archdiocese of Milwaukee and beyond. Read personal faith stories, interviews, and news all by visiting the Faith Hope and Love blog. com, or follow us on Twitter at Johnny Bender MKE.
0: Petwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network present Hear Your Faith, a brand new audio subscription service that features a growing collection of uplifting Catholic audio choruses talks, and other exclusive content to help you grow deeper in your faith and knowledge of Catholicism. Subscribe today at patreon.com slash Ministry.
1: Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and His Catholic Church, Through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives. We invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563 Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147, or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563 Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at PatchworkHeart.org.
0: Your heart is always beating, but you never have to think about it.
1: Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Hey
0: everybody, welcome back to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder, and on today's program we're talking about hope. Uh, it's just a uh, pleasure to be with you no matter where you're listening from, and Uh, In the first half of our program, we were talking a little bit about the virtue of hope, the theological virtue of hope. And I figured it would be a good idea if uh, I just opened the catechism for a little bit here and uh, talk with you a little bit about that theological virtue of hope and where it comes from uh, and what our church says about it. Uh, I I just think it's such an important thing to really delve into what the church teaches. And uh, first, I want to Use paragraph 1812 to talk with you um, because this here uh, will give us some context for what the theological virtues are. Again, the theological virtues are faith, hope, and charity or love. And um, this is what our church says about the theological virtues and how they act in our lives. So, this is paragraph 1812 from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It says this The human virtues are rooted in the theological virtues, which adapt man's faculties for participation in the divine nature. For the theological virtues relate directly to God. They dispose Christians to live in a relationship with the Holy Trinity. They have the One and Triune God for their origin, motive, and object. So, these virtues help us have a relationship with God. I love that sentence. They dispose Christians to live in a relationship with the Holy Trinity. So, the virtue of hope being a theological virtue helps you have a relationship with God. You know, you think about the many different ways that we misuse hope, right? We hope for the wrong thing. And when we attain it, we just hope for the next thing that is the latest and greatest model. These things are not to be hoped for. Christ is to be hoped for, right? Right, right before the break, I said, heaven is the only thing that matters. All the other hopes... And things ultimately do not matter. So are you putting your hope in the wrong thing or in the right thing, which is heaven and the relationship with God? So how do we orient our hope properly? That is uh, where I want to read to you a little bit more from the Catechism. And a few paragraphs later, it talks about the virtue of hope and what our hope is supposed to be oriented toward, which is heaven and how to do that. So this is uh, paragraph 1817 in the Catholic catechism or the catechism of the Catholic church. And it says this hope is a theological virtue by which we desire the kingdom of heaven and eternal life as our happiness, placing our trust in Christ's promises and relying not on our own strength, but on the help of the grace of the Holy Spirit. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope, without wavering, for He who promised is faithful. The Holy Spirit He poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that we might be justified by His grace and become heirs in hope of eternal life. What a rich paragraph. What a beautiful and rich paragraph this is. And again, it stresses that what? The only thing that matters is the kingdom of heaven. And you know, as much as I stress that, as much as I stress that to you, it's really hard to believe sometimes. I think this coronavirus is helping us to recognize that. I believe that God stripping away everything else that is of seeming importance to us is helping us recognize we need to place our hope in heaven and nothing else matters. We have a lot of desires. We have a lot of things in our life that we, that we strive after. But the only thing that matters is, are we striving toward heaven? Now, I also find it very interesting that this paragraph, again, it's 1817, talks about our reliance and trust in the Holy Spirit and in Christ. Here's what it says. Placing our trust in Christ's promises and not relying on our own strength, but on the help of the grace of the Holy Spirit. So, it goes to mention, very importantly, that we cannot do this on our own. We cannot hope for heaven if we do not rely on on the promises of christ and of on the grace of the holy spirit for us to live according to those promises that christ asks us to live by or the tenets that we need to live by so that we can attain christ's promises we need the holy spirit during this time, during this crisis, folks, we need the Holy Spirit. If we don't have the Holy Spirit actively working in our life right now, what ends up happening is despair. We get moved to despair, which is the counter-opposite of hope. It is the exact opposite of hope. But if we do put our faith and our trust and our hope, underline three times the word hope. You know, like that Catholic school uh, thing that they told you to do in a red pencil or red pen, underline that three times so that you don't miss that point. Hope. Hope, hope, do not despair, do not despair. And as you place your hope in Jesus Christ, you will find the grace of the Holy Spirit acting in your life. To this point, The Catechism then says, and it quotes Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And again, remember that once you attain the goal of the thing you are hoping for, you no longer have hope of it. Hope is not needed if you possess what you are hoping for. I cannot stress that enough. So when you possess heaven and eternal happiness, that is the only time (laughs) that you will no longer need hope. And so by fixing our eyes on the long vision of the kingdom of heaven and not the short vision of this coronavirus and what is before us. You know, in the history of the world, this has lasted a few months. That is a drop in a bucket compared to the history of this world and a drop in the bucket of eternity. What is causing us great anxiety and worry and pain and suffering throughout the entire world over these last several months and in our country for the last few months is only a drop in the bucket of the time that we have existed on this planet, the human race has existed on this planet, and only a drop in the bucket of eternal life with God. The road ahead immediately might look bumpy, but looking at the horizon and the light that is coming over the mountains out in the distance is where we have to focus our eyes because that is our hope. That is Jesus Christ. Being aware that we are in a valley, being aware that we are in need and helping people out through this crisis is very important. But we must also not forget to look up and see our hope. So, while we're in the valley, while we're traversing the rocky road that is uncomfortable and unsure, be confident and look up and know that the sun is going to rise again. There is going to be a brighter day, and that is our hope. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. Our hope is... Is in heaven alone. That's all I have for you today on this episode of Young Catholics Respond. I encourage you to stay tuned and plugged into our ministry in the many different ways that you can. The easiest way to find it all is if you head over to our website, patchworkheart.org. You'll find everything you need to connect with our social media uh, and our YouTubes and uh, our Patreon as well. Again, Our Patreon subscribers thank you, and we encourage you, if you're not a Patreon subscriber yet, to subscribe to us because we've got some great exclusive benefits uh, for you, including the Discover Your Mission series and the Hear Your Faith series uh, and Tears. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Until next time, I'm Bill Snyder. As I always say, keep beating to your Catholic heart.
1: You've been listening to Young Catholics Respond, a radio initiative of Patrick Heart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patchworkheart.org, or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon
0: by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry.